everybody. Welcome back. Um, I was just feeling really passionate um, today about OCD and people not really understanding OCD. Um, I had a talk with my lovely coworker. I love her so much. And um, I was talking to her about my interest with OCD and um, we were kind of just sharing our own specialties and like things that we really like and um, this came up and she's a clinician. She's so talented, um, very insightful, but she told me, she's like, I don't really know what OCD really is. And this is a girl with her master's degree and, um, you know, she she's working towards getting her license to be a therapist and that's amazing and it just dawned on me you know a lot of professionals really do not know what OCD truly is and I don't blame them I definitely don't know how a lot of mental illnesses truly are other than what I read in books right because unless you experience it it's really hard to know the full extent of what that's like, especially to be in the shoes of someone who's dealing with that. So, you know, I was, I was just thinking about the stigma behind OCD and how it really impacts people's ability to get the services that they need. And I know that a lot of you in the support group have talked about how you're afraid to see a therapist because a lot of your fears are kind of kind of dismissed as something else and not as a result of OCD or you're fearful of your therapist judging you. One thing that I definitely heard a lot is people who have harm OCD or people who have POCD, uh, pedophile OCD, or, um, you know, any of those where it's really a dark theme where a lot of people don't talk about those things are afraid to tell their therapist because what happens if they think that you're a pedophile or what happens if they think you're actually going to hurt your child or you're actually going to hurt your mom or whatever it is. It's terrifying. And this is a, this is an illness that really, really isolates you and it makes you feel like there's no escape and that you're doomed and you're stuck forever. Um, and there's there's so many different themes and it's it's so interesting because normally I can't say normally a lot of people when they have one theme of OCD they'll find themselves in another theme later on in life and it's like when is this ever going to end when am I ever going to stop fearing myself and fearing the world around me and I think a lot of professionals see it as hand washing wanting things to be perfect or you know, the basic stuff, like a lot of people do. I mean, people that are untrained, obviously, you know, a little bit less than that because people who are professionals are still wonderful. They're professionals. They know what they're doing, but what by a book, you know, whatever the DSM says, whatever, you know, their lessons had shared and not really the full extent of what that illness really is, you know, and if you're the one that's suffering with OCD and you tell your friend, they're going to assume, oh, you just like, you know, how things are. If I touch you, will you get all weirded out? Like, do you need to wash your hands all the time? You know, all of those things. And I understand how, as a person who suffers with OCD, that can feel really invalidating. And that can feel really like, oh, no one's going to understand what I'm going through. And it's so isolating. 
You know, who's going to get my struggles? Who's going to want to help me if I'm fearful of my own judgment of these thoughts? You know, someone else is going to judge me. How am I going to get help? And especially if people think I just want to wash my hands all the time or that I'm like Danny Tanner from Full House or Monica from Friends that just want everything spotless. Granted, there are people that are like that with OCD for sure, for sure, but it's anxiety based. And I don't think that a lot of people understand that it's anxiety. It's this constant fear that is being played out in your mind and it's hell. It's hell to live through absolute hell and you know I remember when I went through the worst bout of OCD of my life that was in senior year of high school so I remember dealing with more than one theme at once and you know my typical response at that time especially you know only being like what 17 I only had TV I didn't really have anything else and so I remember waking up in the morning um, with this intense anxiety, like maybe two seconds after I woke up, reminding myself that this is, this is something that you're worried about, this is something you're fearing. Then to come home after school and try to numb my brain as much as possible with the distraction of TV and not even being able to do it. Um, picking up the small things in TV as little signs, avoiding like watching anything involving a certain subject or the mention of any any of my fears in a TV show would trigger me more than anything and it was the it was the hardest thing because you can't avoid life around you right especially when your fears are so general like you if someone's fearing um illnesses someone's fearing like contamination that's around you all the time someone's fearing being sexually attracted to the same sex it's around you all the time you know so those are things that you can't escape in life you can't and so to have an illness where the second you wake up to the second you fall asleep doesn't give you a break it is the most isolating and terrifying thing ever especially when people don't know what you're going through and they don't have the tools to provide you help to get out of it and granted I don't even know if I would want everybody to have the tools to handle that because I think in order to truly be effective you need to be able to pull some of your own life experience into the empathy of helping others with something so gentle something so um delicate as OCD because one wrong phrase will send someone into a whole different fear and a whole different reason to fear the thing that they're thinking of so it's such a it's such a delicate um topic but people experience that for months like I know that that happened for me nonstop for at least six months and um, I'm very grateful that I had a wonderful therapist at the time who might as not might sorry words are hard who might not have fully understood OCD but knew me enough to be empathetic and know that the fears that I felt weren't really accurate but 
OCD also goes beyond all of that where it's a cycle. So yeah, it happens for six months, but that's because there was nothing stopping that cycle for me. And understanding the cycle, understanding what helps the cycle continue, what you know stops the cycle is so important with treatment. So for people that are trying to seek help and they don't have someone who really knows anything about OCD and kind of knows the basics, might view the treatment as something completely different than what would be recommended. You know, I would say typically it's CBT. People are like, well, change the thought patterns. CBT is great. It is. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful skill and a wonderful tool to use for a lot of different therapeutic um, needs. But for OCD, you cannot really just treat with CBT alone, in my opinion. In my opinion, you can't. I think ERP and exposure and ACT, acceptance commitment therapy, is the most concrete way of putting an end to that cycle. Because if you're able to sit through any discomfort and kind of go through some distress tolerance and kind of accept your worst fear, then that cycle is just completely irrelevant to you at that point. Your fear is irrelevant because you know that you faced it and that you're able to live and survive and then it lessens, you know, but changing your thoughts alone, I don't think that that's as effective because your fear will still be there regardless or not, regardless of whether or not your language that you tell yourself changes. Because I think a lot of the CBT work can also be kind of reassurance and kind of talking to you about how those things that you're fearing are probably not true, which is not helpful and it continues on the cycle. And that's why I think that a lot of OCD specialists that only primarily work with cognitive behavior therapy aren't as successful because you're continuing on that cycle. Also, keep in mind that there's very little um, avenues for people to seek OCD help in a very specialized way because there's people that will do OCD work but then also work with trauma and also work with like borderline personality disorder and also work with all these different disorders that OCD would probably not be their main um, treatment that they're used to. So it's really difficult to find a specialist on OCD and also be able to find something that insurance would cover, you know? So it's a really difficult thing. And that's what I'm hoping that in my time here on earth, that I can start providing more support for people that are going through what I had to go through because it was not easy and it was very isolating. It was very scary. And I would never wish any of that on anybody. And I'm sure that any of you guys listening to this right now who suffer with OCD tell you the same thing. They would never wish this pain on anybody. It's, it's painful. It's terrifying. So if you're listening to this right now, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for seeking out some resources for yourself to try to help heal from this tremendous anxiety that you're probably facing right now. You being able to look for resources and look for help and have that eagerness to feel better is going to take you so far because if you're determined to make yourself feel better, then half the work is done. 
Nothing will stop you. You'll find the resources that work for you. So know that the future is bright if you work through it. This will not last forever, no matter if this has lasted you six months, two weeks, two years, three years, whatever it is. This feeling you're feeling right now is temporary. And it's something that people are equipped to handle if you just find that right avenue. If you're unable to find a therapist right now, if you're unable to find anything that's OCD specific due to insurance, due to the lack of support in your area, whatever it is, know you are always welcome in the support groups that are on Facebook. There are so many people that are just going through the same things and it can be so nice to just hear other people's experiences and know that there are some really beautiful OCD um, speakers that are on YouTube um, that do their own sort of like online practice. So there's online resources for you. There's help out there. You just need to find the right resources for it. So you will get through this. Just keep on going. Even if you feel the lowest you've ever been, you will get through this. I am living proof of that. I am living proof that you can hit complete rock bottom and you can survive it. And I will tell you right now, I have not had that theme that I had that had almost cost me my life at that point since. I haven't had it since high school. So you'll make it through. All right. I love you guys very, very much. Very impressed by all the hard work that you guys do all the time. And I hope that you can continue listening to me. All right. Have a lovely rest of your Tuesday and a lovely rest of your week. I'm available on the support group if you ever need anything. I might not respond right away just because I'm kind of busy, but we have a wonderful team that will always be there to hold your hand and